Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I am joined today by a very special guest to help us better understand taxonomies and search and how solid metadata can see you through a dark and stormy night. Helen Lapel, welcome to Shared Insights. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. You have been a consultant in this space since 2007, and you've been digging around and helping others to organize their messy content. What have you learned working with organizations like Gov.UK and BBC and Pearson, for example, that can help us better understand what taxonomy is all about and why it's so important uh, that we get better at it? Um, yeah, so those organizations that you've mentioned and some of the other ones that I've worked for, they're all big organizations with really complicated um, ecosystems for content and data and they've all got needs around search that at the time were not being met. So people were wasting time not finding what they wanted internally. Um, I've also worked on their websites where end users were not finding what they wanted. And a lot of the problem was down to the fact that content was not being managed and tagged and categorized in such a way that whatever search technology they had could effectively return relevant results for people. And for organizations that are involved in selling information or disseminating it, that's that's their lifeblood, right? So, you know, if people want to make money or fulfill their organizational objective, their stuff has to be findable. Part of this conversation is is uh, based on the premise that you lay out in a in a new um, a book that we're going to be talking about. Uh, we'll we'll tell you where to find it at the uh, end of this show. But in this book, you mentioned something called the Google problem, right? That users have certain assumptions about the ease of searching for content, and that impacts them at work. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, this seems to be something that I've heard in many sort of roles that I've had where the user or the senior manager says oh just make our search like Google because their expectation is because Google is really easy to use and seems to read their minds that why can't we just have the same thing in our company (laughs) it was so easy to use it must be easy to build yes (laughs) exactly and I I think also things like mobile and um, sort of voice search have sort of increased those expectations as well Again, that's a tricky one because on if you're searching within an app, it's a very constrained set of data as opposed to, say, searching your company intranet, which might have thousands or hundreds of thousands of documents from, you know, all sorts of different sources. And they're just, it's like comparing apples and oranges. It's just not the same thing at all. So often there's a kind of you have to try and help people be a bit more realistic and say, well, if you start thinking about your taxonomies and your tagging systems and you start doing the hard graft of applying that to your content and your data, you're going to be looking at getting better results. You're never going to be Google because you don't have 10,000 developers. Gosh, I'd I'd love to work with 10,000 developers on, on someone's internet search, but that's just not the real world. You know, the other side of this is, is you know, on the user side, and that's, you know, often I think is as big a challenge, right, is the cultural one. How do you sell users 
on the value of tagging and metadata and so on. So, you know, the the more they put in, the better you get out. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because that can be quite tricky, um, especially if you're asking people to do something that they haven't previously done before. Um, mm-hmm. You can say, well, okay, we're, we're going to implement this taxonomy and now you'll have to spend time tagging every piece of content you put on the internet or the website. And they, people can hear that as, oh God, that's extra work, or I don't know how to do that, or why can't we just get computers to magically work out what my content's about so I don't have to think about it. It's almost like a psychological thing. You have to try and appeal to something that is going to work for them. Um, so if, when I've worked with journalists in various places, you, you try and emphasize the fact that if their content is more findable, it, it's going to be seen by more people. It's going to have more influence. Um, and you, you try and pitch it in terms of if you invest a few seconds or a few minutes to try and get the tagging correct, then that's going to have a big payoff for you down the line when your stuff is findable and it's not on page five of the search results where no one will ever see it. Um, and, and also, if you're working with people who aren't necessarily content creators, but they have another job, so particularly in the public sector, you have to try and work with them on what are the end benefits of, of doing this. You know, it, it's going to help their business processes. It's going to help other people access correct information so that they can do their job more accurately. Um, so I've worked with police forces and their policy and procedural information needed to be tagged properly so that it was findable at the point when it was actually needed. You know, okay, this is a bit of an aside, but you've got me thinking, okay, and I'm, it. it's it, it it's definitely a, it, this is a, a thorn for me personally. So you, it, one of the things you talk about in this book is, uh, in your section of this book, is the value of structured content, right? Structured pages uh, versus documents. And we know that, that, you know, search engines are getting much, much better at searching inside of documents, PDFs, docs, et cetera. They're, they're definitely getting better, but they, as, as you, the case you make in the book, uh, they're, they're not as good as native structured content pages, right? Native pages in the CMS. My challenge has been when I ask people to learn the CMS to the point that they are actually putting their content in the CMS, it doesn't take long for them to to veer back into the old way. And so you end up with a CMS that's full of pages that, that say, this document is uh, about, uh, you know, such and such a report with a document attached to it, like a PDF attached to it. They they live for <laughs> attachments, right? That's where their yeah. their comfort is, and uh, it, that has been a, a real pain point to keep these uh, to keep the the data set clean. How do you how do you tackle this, and why is it so important? Uh, you know, in your view, to to face up to it. Yeah, it's almost like that is a much wider problem than kind of search and taxonomy. If if people are sort of lapsing back into using the old, you know, Word and PDF solutions, that suggests to me that the content management system isn't meeting their needs. Is it too complicated to do a simple thing? Are they missing some of the features? Is there a training issue? I've, I've heard that, well, it's this window isn't blue and Word is blue. Right. So it's that kind of familiarity. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it comes down to how you design that content management system and how you can make 
the interfaces for A, structuring the content, and B, applying tags as easy as possible. Um, so I worked on a project with a news agency where we were asking journalists to apply metadata and, and entities, and behind the scenes, we were building some really quite complex um, link data and connections between entities. But for the journalists, all they saw was quite an attractive, um, colourful form that had autocompletes and nice lookups that would automatically find them data really simply. So I, I think it, it's that sort of interaction between the, the subject matter expert that's creating the content and what you actually want to achieve with what they've got. But it's not an easy one at all. No, not at all. And you know, you've just made me think we should have just made the uh, the CMS interface blue. That would have fixed probably the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the simplest solutions. Uh, so let's talk about uh, managing taxonomies properly, right? We get, get us back on track here. Uh, why is it so important to manage taxonomies properly? And what are, what are some of the, the sort of more strategic sort of practical benefits to a well-managed taxonomy? Um, okay, so I'm a consultant and I will often go into somewhere, help them with the taxonomy, work on a project, and we'll get it to a particular point where it gets signed off. I go away, project team gets disbanded, and then what? Um, the problem here is that if you don't manage your taxonomies, your metadata, and your schemas over time, they become irrelevant, they become redundant. Um, you know, words and terminology changes, you know, particularly if you're working in like a scientific or a technical domain or even like a news domain. Um, and gradually that kind of entropy just, just kind of creeps in. Um, I often kind of draw the analogy to, to try and help people and say, well, if you bought a really nice car and then you never had it serviced, you never cleaned it, in a year or two it wouldn't still be that nice car. It would it would not be as much fun to use. I, I just try and draw those real world analogies. So you have to kind of keep things relevant. Specifically to that point, it seems like uh, a well-managed taxonomy, apart from it just getting uh, sort of uh, falling into entropy if you through misuse, uh, it, it could really help you manage and navigate periods of change if you are, are keeping it up to speed. I'm thinking now about, uh, you know, mergers and acquisitions. Yes, it, it, exactly. So um, if you have like a taxonomy that is representing all the different things that an organization does, if the company stops doing things and starts doing new things and the taxonomy doesn't reflect that, then people are going to very quickly lose confidence and they're not yeah. going to use it. And that has the knock on of, well, suddenly no one can find the right content anymore. Because maybe it exists, but it's not been tagged properly. I mentioned at the beginning we were going to discuss this book. This is a, a, a book that you have been a part of. You wrote a search and taxonomies uh, section in this book uh, that is fantastic. And uh, it, it actually contains sections from uh, many other folks who have been past guests of this show. It feels like family. Uh, why don't you tell <laughs> yes. us a little bit about the book? Um, okay, so this idea came about... Um, a few months ago, um, the idea was initiated by Martin White, who I imagine, I think you have had on the show before. Oh, yes. Big um, fans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and 
he had a desire to bring together a bunch of experts, um, independent people, um, to create a report. Or we, well, we called it a report. Um, and we were going to give this away to the community for free because we felt there was a gap. Um, we wanted to share ex expertise. Um, we wanted generally to raise the profile of why it's important to do search properly. Um, so we brought this kind of informal network together called the Search Network. Um, and I was asked to write the um, taxonomies chapter, which I was thrilled to be asked. Um, and so, yeah, we've, we've put this together. It's about 70 pages. Um, it's free to download under Creative Commons. Um, and it, it's kind of our gift to the community, really. Well, it, it is wonderful, and uh, it's. I will definitely put the link to it in show note in the show notes, so you can jump right over to it and download. Swipe over in your um, if you're on a mobile device, swipe over and you can jump right over there and download the PDF. Uh, it is a uh, it's a fantastic contribution, and certainly love talking about your contribution to it, Helen. Uh, the the other thing that you are a, a big part of, and we want to make sure we shout out on the show, is the uh, taxonomy boot camp in London. Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. That's news. Yeah. So we have been going for three years. Um, there's already a taxonomy boot camp in the US, which has been going for some time now. Um, and it was felt that Europe was sort of missing out. There was nothing else quite like this. Um, so three years ago, um, I um, stepped up to be the, the program chair of this event. It was a bit experimental. We didn't know if anybody would want to come and talk. We didn't know if anybody would want to attend. But we, we put it together, and it was a really big success. We had over 200 people in the room, um, in two rooms, actually. Um, we had tons of fantastically high-quality submissions, um, and so we decided to do it again last year, and we're doing it again this year. So really, it's Europe's only dedicated annual conference for taxonomists, um, and everywhere that taxonomies are used, basically. So we have a lot of enterprise search interests. We are getting in information architecture experts, um, content strategists, linked data people. Um, so people who like to sort out messy content and data in really clever ways. You know, everything from kind of basic manual tagging right up to cutting edge AI. Um, this this is an event that I hope will be of interest to them. Well, the event takes place this year, October 16th and 17th. Uh, is registration open at this point? Can people go ahead and, and start planning? Not at this stage. We will be opening its uh, registration, um, I think, probably sort of later in the spring. Uh, okay. We're still working on putting together the program and reviewing submissions. Sure. Um, so yeah, put put a note in in your calendar, um, and we will be talking about it on social media. Um, I will be tweeting about it as soon as registrations open. Um, Perfect. Yeah, you'll you'll put the website 
link somewhere that people can go and find out more? I certainly will. Once again, swipe over in the show notes on your uh, podcast player of choice if you're on a mobile device, uh, or you can jump uh, over to the to the website over at BI Insight. You'll see show notes there as well. You can also follow TBC underscore London on Twitter uh, for uh, all the latest news. Uh, but mark your calendar, October 16th and 17th, uh, and uh, and go share and learn all about uh, taxonomies and yes. boot camp. It's going to be London. it's going to be really exciting. We're going to have people from dozens of countries. We even get some American people coming over. Uh, BA Insight is a is a an eager supporter too. So we're we're also um, um, definitely supporting the the boot camp. Yes, um, BA Insight have been um, really good supporters for us. Um, we we've had talks from from you guys in the last couple of years, and they've gone down really well, and they've really helped us kind of shape future directions that we might want to go in. Because we're definitely keen to represent more of the kind of enterprise search domain as well as our core kind of taxonomy um, geeks, if you like. (laughs) Outstanding. Well, this has been a fantastic conversation, Helen. Thank you so much for your time. Where would you like people to go if they want to learn more about you and your work? Um, Probably the best place is on Twitter. Um, My handle is at Octodude. Um, not the most memorable, but um, it's, um, <laughs> it's it's a long. Are story. you kidding? Where do you, where does that come from? Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> That'll um, be a whole separate episode. Yeah, but I basically I've always had that, so I'm going to keep it. Basically, it's O C T O D U D E, and Perfect. I tweet I tweet about the the search insights book. I tweet about the conference and random other things when I feel like it. And I'm on LinkedIn as well. All right. Well, we'll put both of those things in the show notes, too, if you want to learn more about Helen and her work. Helen Lapel, thank you so much for joining us on Shared Insights today. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to this show. We sure hope you've learned something about taxonomies and some of the strategies you can use to change the way you perform taxonomy in your uh, organization. And uh, uh, on behalf of Helen Lapel, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next week right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.